Hi, I'm Brooke. Hi, friends. I'm Suzanne. And we are the founders of SeekPurposeNow.com. Seek Purpose is a community platform where we can come together and share and grow through our stories, struggles, and victories. Hey, everybody. This is part two of It's Okay to Not Be Okay with Christina. And if you are listening in and you haven't listened to part one, please go back and make sure you listen to part one because it is sensational. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she really gets vulnerable in part one. And then in part two, we talk more about the solutions, how to get over that dreadful feeling and some programs and things that she's done for herself, as well as some amazing projects she has on the go right now. October is Mental Health Awareness Month, and this is really going to inspire many of you and bring a lot of hope. So please keep listening. My daughter was not happy that I was coming here today and I was trying to explain the heart behind this and why it's important. But mm-hmm. you know, they're in bed right now and we're here after bedtime yeah. doing it. So you gotta get creative and, and right. make oh we're it definitely happen. experiencing that. Yeah, I can't I yeah. know. It is so true. I've got a five month old and like Suzanne said, she's got a daughter with disabilities mm-hmm. and like trying a lot of our guests are mom, yeah. moms <laughs> and a lot of our listeners are moms. So trying to coordinate everybody and make this work. Like mm-hmm. um grace of God for sure. <laughs> like this is happening and it's working. And I, I I'm really loving seeing your journey. And where your um, YouTube channel is going, do you want to share a little bit of your vision? Like, what do you see for that? Uh, I would love to see events. Uh, that was the original vision. And to have a panel of people coming together that are experts in sharing. Um, I don't know. I would like to find a way to monetize it. That's would be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but more than anything... Yeah, women's events and speakers and um, even offering some kind of coaching service or some kind of an online course for women to go through with postpartum. Mm. Um, Coaching is a big thing for me. I really Mm. have a heart for unleashing people and and bringing healing in their life. And what's really brought me through is the scripture that says all things work together for good. Mm. And I've always known that no matter what I'm dealing with, like my wounds and my hurts are going to heal somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I know that God is building a story in me that's going to then serve other people. Mm-hmm. So I have that to anchor me and know that in the end it will be okay, that there's a purpose and a plan to this, and I don't mind a little bit of the suffering for somebody else's good. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I've vulnerability comes very easily to me. Mm-hmm. And so I've taken that on as my gift to the world to be able to express and share the real hard stuff and in hopes that someone else can have the courage to then speak up. Mm-hmm. So getting me out there on YouTube and <laughs> I mean they're not edited. I'm I'm resisting to figure out the whole editing thing. I'm like, nah, just however it gets recorded is how it's going out. I don't care. <laughs> I find that people really respond to that though and I feel like there is a big movement that people are just craving vulnerability because mm-hmm. I mean there's there's too much information out there right now and it's really hard to figure out what's real and what's not and just being able to connect with each other and get vulnerable and get honest is like so helpful mm-hmm. to share like okay this is my experience I went through this this is how I felt I tried this this worked for me this didn't work for me like being able to be open and talk about that so we're not just like sitting there trying to doctor google ourselves mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. we go that. insane mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's exactly what you know we're trying to do with seek purpose mm-hmm. like we don't just all of a sudden wake up and we're seeking purpose we 
come from stories and backgrounds and experiences that are really dark. And we want to be able to cap, you know, capture people and have our listeners be those people to know and hear like your story of how you can come through the other side mm. and, um, you know, to be able to, you know, do that today and have this incredible social media platform and use it for good mm -hmm. um, is a real blessing. Yeah, it's a real blessing. Yeah, yeah, talking about how you use all the all the stuff that you've gone through is going to be used for good mm -hmm. and how God does things for good. And I was just thinking about that yesterday because I was having the worst day. I'm like, mm -hmm. why am I suffering right now? Like, why am I going through this? Why is this happening? Because and this then, was happening. I know. And I'm like, well, now I'm on a podcast talking to <laughs> yeah. someone about postpartum depression. I'm literally in the middle of it mm -hmm. and can speak from a completely different place than if I was like, wasn't experiencing it or hadn't happened to me. Um, it also allows us to have more compassion for each other mm -hmm. when we go through stuff like this. Like, there's so much beauty in it. Like you were saying in, the, in your depression, like there's so, such a beautiful journey and we can find gratitude in it even though it sucks. <laughs> yeah. There was a woman that I discovered through a documentary called Chris Carr and, she, and her book was called Crazy Sexy Cancer. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what is that about? Like, <laughs> how can you have crazy sexy and cancer in the same sentence? Mm -hmm. And I was inspired to learn more about her and it was about her journey. She had cancer and she was very resistant about it, but it pushed her to seek health. And in the end, she ended up being way healthier for it and, mm. and the depression or um, her cancer was in remission. And it, it got me thinking like crazy, sexy depression, like how <laughs> like in there have been seasons in my life where it has pushed me to be the healthiest I've ever been mm -hmm. because in my journey of figuring out how do I eat well, how do I exercise, how do I get in the sun and and when I made a choice to go off medication, exercise had to become my medication because studies have shown that exercise is actually can be more sustaining than being on medication. Mm -hmm. And so there was a book at the time I read called The Depression Cure by Stephen Lardy, and he talked about six, um, six factors, lifestyles that support um, keeping depression at bay, I guess you could say. And it was coming out of research of a small population of people that traditionally didn't experience depression. They're kind of the last hunter-gatherers in, in the world, and depression was like one in 2,000 in their population. Mm -hmm. And it kind of didn't make sense because you're like, okay, these people don't have the modern conveniences that North America has, and their death rate is a lot higher, but why are they not depressed and de depression in North America is insane and like mm -hmm. one in nine people are on antidepressants and they're still depressed and like <laughs> what is going on and so he narrowed it down to six things which was diet exercise sunlight sleep social activity and engaged activity mm -hmm. and so when I was at a place where I was willing to consider going off medication I was like okay how can I put these natural factors into my life and then see if medication is still needed. Because mm -hmm. if like all I needed was like some sleep and sunlight and some healthy food and I can avoid medication, like I'm choosing the natural means because I, I do prefer more natural if possible. There has been a place and time for medication. Definitely you can't tell a depressed person to exercise because they're not going to do it. <laughs> mm -hmm. So you, you, there is a point where you need to just kind of get that ball rolling to get the momentum, to get the will to want to care for yourself. Mm -hmm. There's been lots of times like I just don't care to shower and like I know I should and my mom will lecture me, oh, well, you need to shower. Mom, I know I'm a full-grown woman. 
but why don't I want to shower? Like, let's look at that and mm. explore that. So sometimes the medication was needed just to get me to a point where I could care for myself. Mm. But four years after, I was more grounded and stable and I felt ready to explore. I had also just been to a Tony Robbins conference and walked on fire. So <laughs> I was like, okay, let's take this on. Um, and so I wanted to see how can I do nutrition? How can I do exercise? Get some, you know, the sun lamps to try and like get more it, vitamin D. Mm -hmm. Fish oil was huge. Social activity, like you, you know, Brooke, you reached out to me yesterday and talking, you'll find that when you get around people, it just shifts your mood. Like I was saying before, you're not depressed 24-7. I would notice when I got around people and I got engaged in conversation, my mood just naturally increased. Mm -hmm. And so I could begin to see the tricks of my brain and thinking like, oh, I'm always depressed. Well, no, mm -hmm. you're not. There's moments of time where your mood shifts. So I did go off medication and I remember thinking, it's so much easier to just take a pill and go on with your day because I had to literally, I think it was 30 minutes a day and I took it very seriously. This is my medication. It takes something. It was a lot of work. And it, some people, they're like, nope, I'm happy to take that pill and just go on with my day. And so, um, but I was, I was just a stubborn one. I was like, no, I do not <laughs> want to do medication. And I use it as a motivation mm -hmm. and it helps me to check in and I'm more sensitive when, when I'm out of alignment and I can look, okay, how is my sleep? How is my nutrition? How is my sunlight? Am I getting out in the sun? And I can use that as a barometer to kind of check in with how I'm doing and then seeking those natural supports. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a great book. And I know I would just watch the the YouTube video. You don't really need to take the time <laughs> to watch. Like, we're busy as moms. You can just get the little synopsis on on YouTube, he has a couple of presentations, but I found that book to be helpful mm. and just getting to some of the basics and just putting those in the best that we can. Yeah, it's so hard, like, you know, again, different generation when I suffered through my depression and being in a in a 12 step program at the time, I was, you know, I needed a pill. I needed something that was my go to. I needed something to escape. And I remember being told the same type of thing as why don't you try what I'm suggesting you try for the next three months? And if your life doesn't improve, then I'll buy you your medication. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, you're on. <laughs> but you have to do exactly what I say. And, and uh, you know, something, thank God, I, I haven't had to go down that road. But I definitely have um, had a difficult time in the beginning. And I just ha I couldn't cope. I couldn't cope. Like my biggest defect back then was futurizing. Mm -hmm. I had a, such a difficult time living in to what's going to happen next. I really had to learn just the moment, like you were saying mm -hmm. in the beginning and you too, Brooke, that this is not like yesterday you felt like life was over, but then mm -hmm. today you're feeling great. I really had to capture that so um, to be able to move on, right? And just live in the moment, just live in the day. And um, I found that was the biggest thing that helped me. Um, to get through those times and, and then slowly was able to build, like you were saying, and add those blocks of the health and the wellness as far as the physical activity and getting outside to feed to earth. If you're a fan of this podcast, we know you've heard us talk about Uplift Wellness. They are certainly building bridges, aren't they? Offering mobile services to your door for counseling. Can you believe that? If you are suffering, struggling, or need support or advocacy, you need to get in touch with Uplift Wellness today. 
you have to go to this website. It's www.upliftwellness.ca. That's lift with a Y, upliftwellness.ca. Like I was sure I called you and I'm like, I'm just going to take the medication. That's what's going to happen. But then getting through that day and waking up in the morning without doing that and then having a good day gives a sense of victory and accomplishment that also gets those endorphins going. And you're just mm-hmm. like, shit, I can do this. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I can do one day at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our emotions are not truth. And we, mm-hmm. li- I live, I want to just speak for myself and not everybody, but I live like it's so real. This is my reality. Mm-hmm. And I do want to be careful with depression like or with medication because like I'm not on it and I do better off off of it than on it. And my husband can attest to that. And I do use it as a motivator. And um it it does work for me. But I also don't want to have the attitude that others don't feel permission to take it if that's what they need. Mm-hmm. Just because this mm-hmm. is how I feel doesn't mean it's the same for everybody. And I don't want to ever discourage someone from taking it because I'm stubborn about it. <laughs> um, I mean, I ha- I have different reasonings behind it. And um, and that there was definitely a season of life that needed to happen. Mm-hmm. And there are definitely times where I still wonder, am I driving myself into the ground <laughs> being stubborn and foolish and maybe medication would help? But then what I come back to is when friends and family say, no, yes, you're having a low, but your low now isn't as low as it was before. And you see this upward graph mm-hmm. and that encourages me to know, okay, this is low, but it's still higher than what it was before. So I hear that what you're saying, both of you guys, um, and I guess myself too, is when suffer for myself, I living in that box alone in the I living, you know, and now coming to a place today to be able to talk and be vocal about it and how your community is turned into a we and not an I. Because what you were saying, um, I think is really important to point out um, from your journey is the fact that you aren't going through this alone anymore. You have your husband, your family, that you have this mirror around you that's helping you to be able to get through your days opposed to maybe before and holding everything in um, and how important it is to reach out for help. If there was um, the listeners out there that are you know, maybe going through this period and, you know, are on whatever is needed at the at the time, how, where would you recommend them to go to get out of the I and into the we? Oh, I know what I've done. I've, I've always sought whatever support in the community that I can find. And the midwife was a, a big resource for that because they have access to the different mental health communities, um, the Pacific Postpartum Society, I am forever indebted to them and and the support that they provide. And at the end of every YouTube video is a link to support them because they're got volunteers on the phone for people to call when they're just like, hey, I'm losing it. I need someone to talk to. And now what they're offering is texting service because the phone can be a barrier. Mm -hmm. There are many times where I wanted to call, but I didn't want to be a burden. Oh, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, I don't have time to talk right now. My kid's losing it or I'm driving from here to there. Whereas now you can just be at a party or at a park or whatever and you can just text and it's no one even knows what you're doing and you can just have this private conversation with a support worker Mm. and so 
community supports and it, it does take some creativity to to find them and and but they are there in different mm-hmm. capacities and different communities um i mean doctors they are great um but they can be limited in in some ways um church for me when i when bef- before we kind of went on this bunny trail what i was starting to share was i because I had changed cities, I wasn't as connected with my church. And then I found Caribou Road Church. And what intrigued me about them was the Celebrate Recovery Program, which is where Suzanne and I connected. And so what was appealing to them was a structure of someone that can kind of hold your hand and walk you through. My church before was very loving and caring and had the best intention in the world, but they were, they got lives. They're busy, and they'll say they'll call but forget, or they're just not the consistency that I needed. And so I like Celebrate Recovery and how there was a structure to it and there was a reliability to it, and I can come faithfully and always have someone there to support me. Mm-hmm. And even during the STEPS program that they had, the STEPS to Freedom program had a structure to it. So... The resources are there. Unfortunately, people that are depressed don't mm-hmm. tend to use them or mm-hmm. make appointments and then cancel. Mm-hmm. And um, so that can be a barrier. And then that's why things like the podcast or the YouTube video is helpful because in the darkness of their room while they're just lying there not really caring about life, they can just at least just tune into something mm-hmm. and listen and, and build some courage or strength or have some sense of community or that they're not alone. And then that might lead to the next action, which be, which would be to drive somewhere and join a mom's group. Mm-hmm. Mom's groups, depending. Um, <laughs> I've heard of, I've heard of people in my postpartum group that have shared that not even their mother knew mm-hmm. that they were had postpartum mm-hmm. or they would go to mom's groups and it was very surface level and oh, it's wonderful being a mother and I just love it so much and I bake my bread and make my whatever. And, and But you're there so desperate to talk about the real, raw, honest stuff. And I don't know if, what it is with moms that we just have to have this badge of rock star and, and, and then it does a disservice to the women that are suffering. Mm-hmm. So sometimes mom groups, depending, um, might not be a, a channel for for women that's why the postpartum society was such a great place Mm -hmm. to connect and have like-minded people dealing with similar but different Mm -hmm. stories i think there is a mom's group out there like if you just keep trying i know i've been to some where i'm like i feel like i'm depressed or i'm anxious or whatever and i just stick out like a sore thumb and i feel even more different and alone because everyone else seems so great Mm -hmm. but then you keep going keep trying different things Mm -hmm. and eventually you find one where you're like okay they get me i'm here i've arrived (laughs) like yeah i'm gonna hold on to this i think everybody's i think everybody's got their place you know in the puzzle and um it's out there and you're right it is really difficult in those moments and i love one of our guests one of our first guests shalu uh with uplift wellness and uh she's actually um in almost finished and completed her psych uh, nurse degree uh, master's and uh, you know her counseling service is specifically wrapped around what you're talking about is the one that cannot get off the couch Mm -hmm. cannot get to the door Um, but if they're capable of getting online like you say and just Mm -hmm. making an appointment they come to you and it's the only there's only two um, organizations that offer counseling services like that in the lower mainland and she's one of them so if you're listening, 
we do have that on our podcast, mm-hmm. Uplift Wellness, spelt with a Y, L-Y-F-T. <clears throat> and um, especially, and the, she's a, a great resource to be able to get you connected. Because sometimes, like you say, there are resources, but some people just think, oh, God, I've already tried. I did the counseling one time and and you're discouraged out there. Mm-hmm. But there are people <clears throat> and you've given us a good link that we'll definitely put in the show notes mm-hmm. um, and add to our resource list that we have on our website as well. Um, and locally anyways, for now, it's not globally, but locally in, in the area that we live, we have a really great resource li- list um, available on Seek Purpose um, website. And um, yeah, I, yeah, I think that's when you're in the thick of it, it's it's disorientating. Mm-hmm. You, like I've often said, like, I just can't see the forest through the trees or I can't even put two thoughts together. Mm-hmm. And so when you're in it and you don't even want to get off the couch and it's just like, I don't even know how I'm going to make dinner. Mm-hmm. It is hard to reach out and make, and connect with community. Mm-hmm. So it, it does take time. And I think I was saying to you yesterday, Brooke, just one thing, like just do one thing. Even if you could trick yourself and say for 10 seconds, I'm going to unload the dishwasher, you'll find that the motivation then comes and then you're doing the laundry and then the mm-hmm. toilet and like, oh, hey, where did this motivation <laughs> Now the music's from? turning on but and you're dancing just, in your underwear. <laughs> yeah, we just got to play these games with ourselves. Mm-hmm. If I can just get myself for 10 seconds to take action on one thing, then you'll find the motivation will generally come. Um, it's just taking that first action, which, oh man, I remember when I was doing the DBT counseling, which I actually, which actually was really helpful, but opposite action was one of them. And I'm like, oh, I hate that one because everything within you does not want to do it. But what's, sorry for interrupting again. I'm such a, that's okay. What's so a DBT? DBT is dialectical behavioral therapy. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, Another form of therapy compared to cognitive behavioral therapy, which I did not like because you'd have to like record your thoughts. And I'm like, I'm working full time. I'm not going to stop when I'm teaching a lesson and like record my thought and like analyze it. (laughs) So I like to dial up the dialectical behavioral therapy a lot more. And it's for people that have more like borderline personality um, or personality disorder and I had to go down that path because at one point I was diagnosed with a personality disorder mm-hmm. and I resisted it. And I was like, what do you mean? It messed with my identity. I'm like, no, everyone has a personality disorder to some degree. Like, come on, we're <laughs> human. And so the characteristic of that was the other specified and it was more the perfectionistic thinking and the victim mindset. And um, I mean, you know, it's that bad when you're diagnosed with a personality <laughs> disorder. So I um, I had to cooperate because I was within my leave of absence with teaching. So I decided to do the training. This is when I was pregnant with Jack. And it actually had a lot of value. I did like the group therapy. There was classes that we did on mindfulness. And that mindfulness, it's hard for me to practice to sit still long enough to do it. But I actually really appreciated being able to observe and no, there needs to be an internal awareness of even noticing your thoughts and noticing the feelings and labeling them. Mm. Um, because if we can't do that, then we can't then distinguish whether they're right or wrong or good or bad. Or You have to at least notice that they're there. And so with that, I, I began to notice non-judgment and taking the judgment out of it. Mm. And um, opposite action was one of them, which it can be hard to do, especially when you're feeling depressed. But the idea with is what Brooke was saying earlier is 
when we continuously default to, well, I don't feel like it, I don't have the energy, I just really want to sleep. When that happens too many days in a row, then weeks and months and even years go by. Mm. And we're not heading in the direction towards what we value. In opposite action, the the motive of it is to take action towards what you value, the, the life that you want to create. And so I even found myself in a trap where I kind of got involved with the school where I was really struggling and in, in bathing my children. And uh, it's very humbling to say mm. that. Um, and what would happen is my husband would be working a lot or hunting or whatever was going on. He just wasn't home. And I was just trying to get through the day. And it's like, okay, just go easy on yourself. Like, we'll just skip bath tonight and just go easy. Just get them to bed. And then the next day comes. Okay, just go easy on yourself. Just like get them to bed. And the next day comes. And the next thing you know, a week's gone by and they haven't had a bath. <laughs> but in the moment, I'm just going easy on myself and having compassion and just trying to just get through the day. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't building towards the future that I wanted to create or towards healthiness. So while it is great to have the compassion and that is an important piece, too much of it can also not lead us in the direction that we want. And then we look back and years have just gone by and you're like, where did it go? Mm-hmm. And that was some of the grieving that I have had around having 12 years of this and feeling like a blurb of my life has just gone by and like, what happened? And now it's like, I have to hurry up and catch up mm-hmm. and make up for lost time. And the peace comes when I realize that God has a purpose and a plan and all things do work together for good. And I'm just getting started. (laughs) And like I am beginning to be unleashed and I'm using this as credibility and authority in this area to now come and speak to other people and Mm -hmm. bring them hope and encouragement. So it's never wasted. Mm -hmm. Um, but But according to our culture and our world standards, it can very easily feel like I've wasted 12 plus years of my life Mm -hmm. Um, but what we don't see is the depth that's being built and they say the taller the building the deeper the foundation Mm -hmm. and so I would use things like you know Joel Osteen's actually a really cool person to listen to because he just (laughs) has this peppiness to him and this like encouragement and I just there's so many things that I would get from his messages that would just build my faith and give me strength like yeah I'm building a really tall building right now because my foundation (laughs) is going so deep and then there'll be times like okay god enough with the lessons i get it i can't handle anymore (laughs) um but it's brilliant with technology now because i remember so many times of just listening and listening to this and that and whatever and just so hungry and just grasping at whatever to just lift my spirits and give some hope and um yeah, there's different times where Joel Stein was the one and another time where it's something else in a different book or there's a season of binging on TED Talks. Mm-hmm. Um, just something would resonate and I would just connect with it and just hold on like my lifeline. And so technology is great for that. Do you ever get stuck in there though? Because I find oh, like yeah. that's something that... It's like a rabbit hole. Yeah, <laughs> like I get so hungry for it and I like go and get all this information like, all right, and then I implement nothing and I just go on with my day and I like just consume, 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 mm-hmm. consume, consume. And then like the, I think the important part is to like stop and like live your life at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, what are you doing? I was just about to tell these people how they could get a freebie from our website. 
What's a freebie? Um, it's this awesome little thing you get into your inbox when you give us your email at www.seekpurposenow.com www.seekpurposenow.com that's right so all you have to do is head over to www.seekpurposenow.com go to the freebies section type in your email and you will get a little freebie sent right into your inbox do it right now don't wait this is good stuff don't wait Are you at a place that you're discussing this with your children and how have you as a family with your children, obviously going through having a mom, um, what are conversations, uh, what kind of conversations happen between you and your children that can help um, your family continue to heal? Mm -hmm. Um, The biggest thing for me is, is um, with, with the family program that I was part of Camry and they're very big on attachment theory Mm -hmm. and empathy and teaching our children about emotions. So I use a lot of emotion language and helping them label their emotions because that's the first part. You have to at least observe the emotion and be able to label it. Mm -hmm. And so my three-year-old can tell me when he's angry and when he's upset. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the first part. Is that and Camry Center in Burnaby? Yeah, Camry Family Services. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. I can't say mm-hmm. enough stuff. I, I don't know I why more people don't do it. it I is did it free. Yes. The government pays for it. Mm-hmm. It is free. We're going to add that because I can't believe you mentioned the Camry Center because that's where I did a uh, majority of my um, childhood trauma healing. And uh, that's crazy. It's, uh, yeah. It is an incredible um program i've been a part of it for eight years it's free until your youngest is five Mm. and i cannot say enough stuff about them awesome just marvelous sorry for interrupting i just want to make sure the listeners get the information do you need to live in burnaby for that burnaby in the west is free Mm -hmm. yeah and you can self-refer yourself and you have one-on-one support worker that's specific to your unique need Mm -hmm. yeah uh, what i learned as a parent came from camry Mm -hmm. um so with my son, it's a lot about labeling and having him notice the emotion. And it's a lot of it's not it's a lot of conversation around, yeah, it's okay to be angry. It's not okay to hit. But yeah, you're allowed to be angry. I get it. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, so just normalizing it. And then with my daughter, she's been around a lot of my big emotions um, and my anger. And for her, it's about repair and more so than saying I'm sorry, but restoring integrity Mm. because we can say I'm sorry, but we don't really get the impact of how it has hurt the other person. And then we don't necessarily make it better. It can be a quick, I'm sorry. I know I was wrong. Um, My father had big anger growing up and never said he was sorry. Mm. And I think coming to even at least say, Hey, that wasn't okay and I'm sorry, would have probably brought a lot more healing and would have lessened the impact of that. So I don't I don't believe it's sustainable to teach my daughter to be a perfect human being because that's <laughs> not realistic. The reality is we're human. We have emotion. Stuff falls apart. We mess up. And it is a better service to her to teach her how to repair and how to forgive when we make a mistake and how to make it better with others. Um, because that's how life's going to be. And there's always going to be an area that we're going to hurt other people. And if I can at least say, hey, I made a mistake and I'm sorry, and I get that that scares you and you don't feel safe, and this is what I'm going to do differently next time, then at least it lessens the blow of my anger. Mm -hmm. doesn't make it okay. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be doing that. 
but it teaches her that we do make mistakes and um it's part of being human no there's no human being that hasn't experienced anger it's going to happen so how do we deal with it effectively Mm -hmm. um she doesn't really understand the concept of depression she's beginning to hear the language of it a little bit more because of the postpartum project and i've been explaining it a bit more um i have taken her to camry to get counseling support because feel guilty as a mother (laughs) and how my behaviors have maybe impacted her um there's a lot of fear running in the background of oh no what's she going to be like as a teenager is she going to grow up and need counseling too probably she will i think all human beings would benefit from counseling there's no way children can grow up without something Mm -hmm. from their parent it's unrealistic to expect that and they (laughs) need to go through their own journey of discovery and healing and you know, even if I was a perfect parent, she didn't make up stuff about me in her head anyway. So <laughs> it's like impossible um, to avoid that. So what has been a blessing for me in my life is Landmark. And she had the ability to do it last month. And that brought so much joy. That's the best gift I could ever give her as a mother. Mm-hmm. For her to get at eight years old, how she is responsible for her life and how she interprets the world and give her those skills at such a young age. I think our whole education system needs to have it to teach Mm -hmm. children how we perceive the world and to be responsible for that and how we get to create whatever we want. Mm -hmm. Um, So that for me is like redemption, (laughs) all the eight years of her life that I've stumbled through, that I've one of the wisest choices I made was having her be a part of this program and giving her those skill sets and man picking her up on the Sunday and the amount of energy that was coming off of her and the freedom and the affection. Um, it is wonderful to see her released in that self-expression. Actually, I have a foster son and, and um, I was just blown away because I've uh, obviously being an empty nester, have children out of the school system for many years now. Uh, but the Coquitlam District has adopted this um, uh, uh, teaching uh, from the Indigenous people around the medicine wheel and um, belonging. And they spent the entire week teaching this program to the children. And I saw the same experience that um, of the belonging and being okay with who they are. And they went through the emotion and all the mm-hmm. different degrees. It was quite uh, spectacular, actually. I should probably post it on on our story or put it available because there's a video that actually talks Mm. about it and the teachings around um, that balance, right? That's just so beautiful to see that they've adopted into the school system. So maybe. Yeah. um, The curriculum is changing. Like Mm -hmm. even what I'm being faced with as I transition back into work is the new curriculum. Mm. And I'm really grateful that they are taking on emotion Um, because as, the education system is not enough to learn about math and like, okay, these things are important. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> I am a human being with emotions and I need to be fed and I am dealing with relationships and conflict and there, these are very real parts of life. And yes, mm-hmm. I need to know math, but in this moment right now, I'm angry and I don't know how to deal with it. So I, I really am grateful that the education system is moving in that direction and teaching more responsibility around ourselves and our how we do impact other people around us and learning to communicate more clearly and effectively and how to manage our emotions. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm really delighted in seeing that. There's still a lot more to do, mm-hmm. but at least um, it's a great head start. You know something? I'm, I'm just sitting here and... St- I mean, everybody can't really see us right now because we're obviously just speaking and you don't get the YouTube video version. But I am just in awe with the change in you because as we said mm-hmm. earlier that I, I knew you years back when you mm-hmm. were suffering and you were mm-hmm. in that um, probably that stage of just taking the leap of faith to go into a community and, and get real. And I, I mean, you're you're actually physically unrecognizable, mm-hmm. honestly, and just beautiful. And your light is just like, yeah, it just takes my breath away to just see um, how much work you've done. And mm-hmm. I just want to tell you, thank you for coming and sharing. Cause I can't, mm-hmm. this woman in front of me would have never, ever been able to, you barely were able to even mm-hmm. speak your name when I first met you. Mm-hmm. Like it was really, um, yeah, I'm just blown away by God's grace on yeah on your story and community yeah. is marvelous yeah. and wow. and that community supported me so much and there's mm-hmm. so many years that I just tuck and tuck and I need I needed to of course and now that I'm in a place of health I turn around and how can I give because mm-hmm. I'm a host a greeter at church yeah. now because mm-hmm. I can do that I can smile and greet and welcome people mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to be in kids' church because I want to break for my children <laughs> but I'll stand at the door and say I'm so happy to see you and mm-hmm. Um, I never want people to leave the church not having someone said hi to them mm-hmm. because that's lonely. Wow. Yeah, are you full? I'm full. I am so full. I am uh, really happy you guys are all continuing to listen here and we're hoping that uh, you can give us some feedback and and uh, like us and share this episode. Yeah, really, really, really want to know what your thoughts are, what you're thinking. And one way you can get to us and let us know is if you're listening on iTunes, just go give us a rating. Um, let us know what you think. Give us some feedback. We need it. We love it. That's why we do this. We want to make sure that what we're putting out there is really helping people. Yeah. And, and really, if you are a person that's out there that is wondering if you're suffering from mental illness or you are suffering from a, a mental illness, we really have a fantastic local resource guide that's free on our website. It's a freebie that's printable. You can go on there and it has lots of information of where to get counseling, mm-hmm. where to get free counseling, treatment, um, lots of stuff on there. Definitely. So head to seekpurposenow.com and click on the freebies tab. You should see a drop down menu that says resources and you can check them out there. If you have any sort of struggle, there's something on there for you. So really, really uh, cool thing that we have put out there. Yeah. And uh, keep listening. Keep listening.